Welcome into the Basketball Index Podcast. I'm your host, Taylor, and today we are fixing the All-NBA first, second, and third team. Well, actually, really, it's the second team. So this is, we're doing this podcast a little differently today. This is basically my live reaction. It is 5.08 p.m. on May the 10th. I've just seen the uh, All-NBA teams being released. And Jalen Brown, Jalen Brown is a second team All-NBA forward. Uh, (laughs) I almost, I literally almost did a spit take. I was drinking some water at my desk. I almost spit it all over my monitor. I mean, Jalen Brown is a is a second team All NBA player this year. The East Coast bias, the power of that, specifically in New England. Oh my goodness. They got Marcus Smart Defensive Player of the Year last year. I still don't know how they did that. I have no no clue. And now Jalen Brown, second team. So here's the thing. I don't even really, like, let me try to calm down here for a second. Jalen Brown's a good player. I had him ranked, I think, in the top 30 of the league. He's a consistently been a pretty good player for, like, a number of years. Basically, what he is is he is a volume scorer on literally league average efficiency this year. So league average shooting. Not getting you really anything there. Pretty pretty important. But he is going to score you a lot of points. He averaged uh, 26.5 points this year, uh, about 24 points the last two years. Like he can score on pretty good volume. But, oh, come on. Second team all NBA? Like you got to be kidding me. Like – Kawhi Leonard, not on the list. I'm scanning. I'm like, I have to be saying this wrong. I don't. Kawhi Leonard, not on the list. Kevin Durant didn't make any of the teams where it's like, you're telling me that Jalen Brown at. Well, so here's the argument, right? So Jalen Brown did play more minutes. And that is kind of the conundrum of the modern NBA, especially with awards where it's like, okay, uh, Jalen Brown played 2,400 minutes. So basically the way minutes work, I talk about on the podcast a lot. If it's under a thousand, like you really didn't play that much. Over a thousand, you were like legitly one of the players on the team that like play a lot. Over 2,000, that's like more like star players play over that or like starters that play a lot, like high-end starters, I would guess. That's what I would call it. So he played 2,400 minutes. That's a lot. Like basically like you cap out at like 3,000 minutes. Basically nobody plays 3,000 minutes anymore. Like maybe... Mikael Bridges, because he just plays in every game. But like 2,500-ish is like a a big-time star player is going to play around there. So Jalen Brown's at 2,400 minutes. This is going to be the only argument I could – I don't know what other argument you would make for Jalen Brown. So basically Jalen Brown, volume score, right? And and that's good. That's useful. 27 points at league average efficiency. It's not bad. Uh, and then on defense, like a neutral defender or like, I mean, probably like a slight positive, but it really helps that he's on Boston where like he was a positive on defense, but now like, it's pretty hard to score 27 points a game as like a, a he's like a two or a three. I called him a forward on this list um, and do that on positive efficiency and play like high end defense. Like there's not a lot of players doing that, but fine on defense. Not a problem. Did a lot of tape study on him earlier in the year. The defense like isn't an issue, right? It's 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 good or whatever. It's a plus. Uh, he's a good athlete, you know, yada, yada, yada. 
And offensively, not a lot of playmaking. Like that that's something that came up in the playoffs last year. Like not the strongest handle. Like you're gonna get some playmaking out of him, but not a lot. He's not a passing hub. But he's going to score in bunches. And I I guess the argument is that he just played a lot of minutes. So let's let's look. Uh Lori Markinen played twenty three hundred minutes. He played like or a little less than that. He played like hundred and fifty less minutes. So that's negligible. It doesn't really matter. Okay, Kevin Durant, that that's he played eight hundred less minutes. He was at, at about seventeen hundred minutes. Uh if I round up, I guess. Um, and then Jalen Brown's at twenty four hundred minutes. So it's like seven hundred minutes, I guess, not eight hundred. But I I guess the idea is he played a lot more than Kevin. And I mean, we, we saw Durant this year was, I mean, in, insane. I, I don't know what I don't know what other word I would use uh, out of this world with his scoring. So the idea is, well, Kevin Durant was obviously better on a permanent basis, but he didn't play enough. And it's like, OK, um, I can understand that being possibly someone's argument. I don't understand the Laurie marketing one because Laurie was fantastic this year. Really, really great on scoring efficiency, did it on volume. On defense, he was about neutral as wing, uh, comparable to Jalen Brown. And I really, I really don't understand. I mean, honestly, you could throw Aaron Gordon in there. Aaron Gordon played a little bit less than him, but I would argue was better on offense and defense this year. Was hoping he get an all-star nod this year, but it's one of those things where uh, at the time, sometimes the slots can be hard, but had a really, really strong year season. <laughs> I, I guess I'm I'm a little out of sorts here. Kawhi Leonard, I guess, did play less minutes, but way, way better on offense and the defensive end. But here's the thing is if you're having this argument at the water cooler, you just keep saying, oh, he played more minutes. He played more minutes. He played more minutes. And there's not a way to quantify that but at basketball index we do have a way to quantify it because we have lebron which is a per 100 possession stat right so if i use that it doesn't defeat this argument right because i'm like okay um Kawhi was a four in lebron laurie marketing was two and a half uh kevin durant was about a three and a half and jalen brown was about a one so he clearly not as good as those guys on a permanent basis. But that's not the argument, right? People would say, well, he played a lot more. There was more value in him being a less good player, but playing basically the entire season. And I think I understand why people, you know, it's the blue collar. He brought his lunch pail and thermos argument. I understand it. I worked in sports radio for five years, for half a decade. Trust me, I've heard it. However, we got a guy with a master's degree, and he was able to figure out, well, we can make a war stat, which is LeBron is per 100 possessions. And then war, like if you think about it in like baseball, it's not a per at bat thing, right? It's how much value you build throughout the season from you playing. So it's kind of the aggregate version. And then LeBron is the per 100 possession basis. So LeBron war. Let's go down the list. So we have Kawhi at uh, seven. So seven wins above a replacement player. We have Laurie Markkinen at seven. We have Kevin Durant at six. We have Aaron Gordon at six. And then let me scroll down. Let me find Jalen Brown. We have Jalen Brown at five. So we have Jalen Brown at five. 
And then the top guy on this list, we had Kawhi and Lori were tied at seven. So like, again, any way you slice it here in the data, whether you just use normal box score numbers, looking at, you know, points and efficiency, and assists, rebounds, things like that. Kawhi Leonard going to have a beat. Lori Markton going to have him beat. If you look at it on a per 100 possession basis with LeBron, it's not even close. Like he's not even in the conversation with these players. And then if you look at the war, well, if you're going to use the minute argument, it's like, okay, well, here's the thing. <laughs> when you have these arguments with people, they're like, well, no, he just played more. He just played more. And I'm like, okay, well, how are you going to assign value to those extra minutes played? And it's the reason we don't use war for everything in basketball. It's a little different in baseball. It's a little more valuable because the season is so long and getting to the postseason is more difficult in the playoff or getting to the postseason in baseball is more difficult. Getting to the playoffs is harder because less teams in the league make it. But if you're going to look at war and say, OK, I'm going to go with I'm going to like concede and I will go with your argument. Let's look at the value. And let's add it up. We're not doing per 100 possessions. We're adding up the total value created by a player this season. We're not looking at on a per game basis. We're not looking at per 75, just total impact collected throughout the season. And again, it's not close. Kawhi Leonard and Laurie Marketing, again, it's seven wins. And Jalen Brown at a respectable five. This argument isn't to say Jalen Brown's a bad player. He's a pretty good player, right? He's a... He's a three-level scorer. However, you know, down year from three, only 34%, but really difficult shots. I think I talked about that on the last podcast. The shot making was was still pretty solid. Improved in the mid-range, pretty good finisher around the basket. Uh, this is really not anything against Jalen Brown, but there are just multiple players on this list. We're like, I don't really think there's an argument against Kawhi and Durant and Lori. I think Lori had such a sensational season. He, again, we don't talk about him that much because he didn't win most improved player for us here at Basketball Next. I know he won the, the, whatever, the national award. But the thing with Lori is like, no, we just already thought he was pretty good. I know this year was really special, but we just thought he was already a pretty good player. Took another really impressive leap this year. So Kawhi, Lori, and Durant, it's not a conversation in my mind. I won't have it. And then I would have the conversation of Aaron Gordon. I think that would be really interesting. They're a little bit different of players. Obviously, Gordon's a little bit bigger and probably provides a little better defensive impact, not as much scoring, but he had a really sensational year this season, and I would be more interested in him trying to fight for maybe a third spot or a spot on the third team than Jalen Brown on the second. So this is just my live reaction. I am uh, I'm appalled. I'm offended. I am. I couldn't even enjoy the things I liked about this because that was so glaring. I like. I was. I thought it was really cool that De'Aaron Fox made the third team. I thought that was really interesting. I was kind of surprised that Dame made the third team. I actually thought he should have been higher. SGA with the surprise first team, and that's one of those things where it's like I don't really care if Seth makes the second team and. And Shea makes the first team because it's it's obviously a lot more exciting for Shea. So like there are little things on these teams where it's like you're up or down on one. It's like it's fun to talk about, but I'm not going to get irate about it. But Jalen Brown is a second team All NBA player that that will get my chili running hot. All right, that will get me to kind of puff out my chest, get those shoulders back, get that strong posture. Where, you know I'm ready for a fight, but man, 
man, the East Coast bias. Holy crap. I don't know if it's just because I live in San Diego and I've had to deal with this my whole life. Oh, <sighs> I'm surprised I didn't get Derek White for Defensive Player of the Year. Oh, man, I just can't believe it. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. All right. Well, uh, I'm going to read. No, I've decided I'm renaming this episode. It's not fixing the all NBA team. It's just like, what is wrong with the second team all NBA? That that, I guess that's going to be the title of this podcast. But man, Jalen Brown. How how did you do it, man? I. I don't understand. I know. I know Boston was a really good team this year. I know that they have a lot of nationally televised games, but. I thought we were past this as NBA fans. I don't know how many more players are going to win awards by scoring 25 plus points a game on very meh efficiency with like three. He's averaging three and a half assists a game. Three and a half. Like if you are just a ball handler, the the floor is four. If you just have the ball, if you dribble the ball down the court enough, because you're just if you're one of the the one or the two or the three, you're just going to do that sometimes. Like you're just going to get a certain amount of assists. Man. What a shame. What a shame. All right, well, that's going to do it for this episode of the Basketball Index podcast. My name is Taylor, and we'll see you on the next one.